Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Answer me this, is your salon profitable? Too often, I speak with salon owners and I ask them this question and the answer is no. Either you're paying your team first and yourself not enough or worse, not at all, or you're paying yourself a good wage, but the business itself isn't profitable. This becomes stressful, right? Because it means that you or the business are living week to week, always worrying about the business bringing enough money, but it isn't sustainable. And I don't want this for you. If you simply wait to be profitable and wait for the profit to come, it'll never come. This is a mistake and I don't want you to make it because if you don't prioritize your profit, there will never be enough profit and there'll be never enough left over. So you'll always be left chasing the money. So instead, we want to make an intentional decision that will make your business profitable. You have to put yourself in the business First, this is why I'm going to share with you three game changing steps to manage your salon's profit. These will ensure that you pay your bills and your team on time without worrying about it every time that it comes around. It means you'll get paid your worth so you can live the life that you've always wanted. It also means you'll make enough to reinvest into your salon to grow. It's time you stop waiting for your business to make money and instead have a proven strategy that will turn your salon into a million-dollar business, a million-dollar profitable business. When it comes to building a profitable salon, I find that often salon owners think that profit is going to find them or they're waiting until one day I'm profitable. And unfortunately, this feels super stressful and creates a lot of anxiety. The mistake is, of course, that we're not prioritizing or managing profit. We're just waiting until the day it shows up. I think this is a mistake because there'll be, there'll never be enough left over unless you manage your profit. I think almost like another team member, it needs proper management. I often speak to salon owners, of course, and often I'll hop on a call and I always ask when speaking to someone about whether or not they'll come and join Salon Mastery, I always ask the question, is your business profitable? Do you pay yourself? And the answer, sadly, is often I don't pay myself. And the team members are on $35 an hour and they're not necessarily making target. This makes me sad, but the business is always going to suffer if we prioritize everything else before we prioritize profit. The other type of call that I often engage in is um, when I ask, is the business profitable? And they'll say, no, the business isn't profitable. And I say, do you pay yourself? They say, oh, yes, I pay myself 65 or 85% commission on the clients that I do. Or I pay myself all of the commission that I, that I do. I pay myself $100,000, but unfortunately, the salon isn't profitable. And I think this is a mistake. We need to understand 
the choices that we're making and how we're making the money. I want you to think about this. The results that you have in your business today are a representation of where your focus is. So if you're not paying yourself, but your team earning great money and not making target, where is the focus? The focus is on your team and it's not on profit. And the reason you're not profitable is because you're not focusing on profit. If you're earning a great money, but your business is suffering, then the focus is on your clients and earning commission because you're thinking like a stylist or a therapist. You're not thinking like a business owner. And so really understanding your choices and how you manage the money is super important. Otherwise, you'll always be chasing the money and never making ends meet. Your business will never grow because you're not managing the money. You're not managing the margins in your business. And in order to have freedom and profit, we have to make it intentional. We almost need to force profit, manage the profit like another team member and put the work in to get the result out of that team member. The team member's called profit. (laughs) The result is that If you focus, you will pay your bills on time. You will pay yourself a good wage. You will get paid your worth and there'll always be enough cash to go around. Where you focus is where you'll get the results. I want to make sure that you're always in momentum. Well, what is momentum? At Seller Mastery, we measure through the 100K Club uh, how much momentum your business is business momentum is how much you're growing on average and how much growth you get on a monthly basis. But being a momentum is nothing if there's no profit that falls out the bottom. So today I want to cover three key things you need to focus on to prioritize profit. We're going to talk about having a dashboard and knowing your numbers. We're going to talk about actually actively managing the five different margins inside of your business. And I want to talk a little bit about how profit is actually not the end goal. The goal is not to get profit and stop. There's a whole bunch of stuff you need to do once you've got the profit that is not the end of the line. All right, the first thing I want to talk about is understanding your money, where it goes, how to recognize it, and where you should put it. I remember when um, my business was in growth, uh, I I had um, moved to one salon. I had two. We relocated to one giant salon. And we grew from 20 team members to 30 in a pretty quick time. Now, at that time, I won the Global Salon Business Award and I had an opportunity to fly to London to accept the award. The award. Now, if you know where I am, I'm in New Zealand. It's far, far away at the bottom of the earth. And so a trip to London's a pretty big deal. It's... Uh, Crazy hours are on an airplane, 17 hours or actually I forget. It's been a while since I've been there. Um, and in those days, it cost the trip cost me 12K, $12,000. I met my mum there. We had a bit of a holiday there. It was pretty cool. We had a lovely time. Probably in today's standards, it was probably a 20K trip. Now, at the end of that financial year, my profit wasn't what I had hoped had dreamed, had expectations of an award-winning salon. I was a bit disappointed, if I'm really honest. But what I learned was to read my numbers, to understand my numbers and recognize, hang on a minute, I made a choice to spend 20K on a trip to London. 
I've actually got to say that, okay, and accepting an award, yes, that's probably a business, it's a legitimate business expense. But did it, what is it an investment that I really needed to do to continue to grow the business? Could the business survive without it? No, probably if I hadn't taken that trip to London, that would have dropped out the bottom and I could have considered that as profit. It was an opportunity cost. And so my point is, point number one is you've got to know your numbers. And in order to really know your numbers and to be able to sanity check the choices that you make and understand and not feel sad about the money or feel surprised that the money turned up, you've got to have a dashboard. We call it, at Seller Mastery, we call it a CEO dash. And if you're smart and you fill it out on a regular basis and you complete it and you have the board meeting with yourself or with a seller mastery success coach, whichever the case may be. But the point is that you've got to give yourself the discipline to complete it. Actually, between you and me, it's a 15-minute process. And read the numbers. The numbers will tell you what to do. I want you to listen to that. The numbers will tell you what to do. Now, I know in the hair and beauty industry, we're often fearful of numbers. Yeah, actually fearful. And I want to tell you that numbers aren't scary, actually. We think they are, but they actually can tell us a story and they'll tell us exactly what to do in our business. And when we get good at reading it, we can read it like an oracle. We read our CEO dash and we'll say, this is what you need to focus on right now. This is where you need to turn your attention. All right. So the discipline is to do it each month. Actually, the task itself is 15 minutes. And the second thing is to have the board meeting, whether it's with yourself, with a key business partner, or a seller mastery success coach. The key is to look at the numbers and actually read what it's telling you to do. The numbers will always tell you what to do like an oracle. Right. Um, the other part of knowing your numbers in the dashboard is understanding the five margins. There are only five groups that your money can fall into, five buckets, if you will. The money comes in, um, and we use key performance, indica- key performance indicators, KPIs, to track how the money comes in. How did it come, in what form, how much of it came from where, what different departments of the business. But once it's in, in the till, into the bank, You've got to be smart with what the money once it's in your bank. How are you going to distribute it? And there's actually only five groups. I call them the five margins. The first one is your stock. Your stock is such a huge, it could be anywhere between 15 and 20% of your income goes to stock. That's a huge amount of the income. And so you need to manage your stock. You need to have a budget, a clear process for managing what's on the shelf, what gets used, product wastage, what your supplier is, and how much you can Uh, spend on a weekly and monthly basis to make sure that you prioritize profit. The second margin is wages. It probably should be the first because it's your biggest. And I see salons up to 50, even 60% of the income that comes into the business is going to wages and it's got to stop. You cannot afford 50% of your income to be in wages unless you're completely out of the business and you're well over the million dollar mark getting into the one to $2 million mark and you are not an operator. And even if you are not managing the business, you're likely to have your wages at 50%. But if you're not doing that, you cannot afford it because there's none left if it all goes to wages. So you need to have a wage system that's going to make sure that your team are operating effectively, earning good commission, and they're profitable without 
making you unprofitable so you can succeed as well. So the second margin is your wages. The third margin or group or or bucket, if you will, is operations. And this is kind of like the catch-all of everything else that's not stock, not wages, not rent, and not profit, because those are the other ones. So your operations. So this will be things like your marketing cost. This will be things like your accounting cost, buying uh, the paper, you know, at the printer, printer paper. Hopefully we're not doing too much of that these days. Uh, Paying for your sell-on software, all of those, paying for a sell-on coach, all of those things, they group into operations. What does it take to operate and make the business turn and churn and, and, and work? And and at this stage, we're just happy to group those all together. We can deep dive into operations if that number is too high and that bucket is too full. Then we want to deep dive and we have a look at the details. But we just need a bucket for catch-all operations. The the fourth one, of course, is rent. And the only way that we can maneuver the 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 percentage or the or the yeah percentage of income uh, is to make sales go up. That's really the only lever that we have to pull. The rent is the rent. Yes, you could negotiate more, but usually you've done that. By the time you come to do your CEO dash, you've done the negotiation. The rent is what it is. It's the rent. So the only way to get that as a percentage lower to your income is get income up. Hey, are you loving this episode so far? Oh, by the way, it's Greta here, Salon Mastery Success Coach at Salon Owners Collective. So I wanted to pop in and ask you something. Do you ever feel like you are winging it when it comes to your business. You started your own business so that you could live the life you wanted with freedom that you wanted, earn great money and be a leader. But the reality is the amount of effort you're putting in isn't giving you an equal reward. You're exhausted and you don't know what to do about it. No matter what you do, you just can't seem to get ahead. You see other people winning and seeing success, but how come it doesn't work for you? You wish you had a clear laid out plan, something to guide you in the right direction or help you with what to do next. What can you do that actually worked? In reality, many salon owners feel this way. You aren't alone. If you are nodding your head as you listen to this, then you need the Salon Mastery proven nine part plan to grow your salon. That's right. No more winging it. The Salon Mastery 9-part plan has given hundreds of salon owners a plan to grow, build a rockstar team, attract dream clients, and become a salon CEO. Our plan will work for you too. To uncover the 9-part proven plan, just click the Apply Now link in the show notes of this episode. Okay, now back to the episode. And the fifth margin, of course, is profit. And I think you need to prioritize this first. Like if you've read the book Profit First, I really recommend you read that book Profit First. It's a great book. It, it reminds you how to prioritize profit first because actually we need to prioritize profit just like we prioritize stock, wages, ops, and rent. It is one of the five margins because without business profit, your business is screwed. It cannot grow. All right, so number one is know your numbers and have a CEO dashboard. Number two is actively manage your five margins. What are you going to do to manage the margins? So now that you know them and you're going to read the dash and it's going to tell you what to do, what is it telling you about your stock? Are you on budget? Uh, Are you ahead? Are you below? Because if you're below budget, you're probably your shelves are empty and your team are going to the shelf to use products on their clients and they're running out. We do not want to be below. 
we want to be at. And if it's over budget, somebody somebody's ordering too much, they're feeding the fish and wasting product and it's going down the sink uh, or they're taking it home or somebody's stealing it off the shelves. Uh, I was at the sale on one Monday doing the stock take and the ordering and all of the things. And uh, at the beginning of the morning, because we did, our, we did our ordering, we had five pairs of GHDs, straightening irons, on the shelf. And by two in the afternoon, they were gone. But the only, realized that, the only way that we realized that is we were stock taking and managing our stock on a regular basis. You can't manage what you don't know. So understanding your stock. Uh, having a budget around wages and managing those. If your wages are too high, you need an action plan to know how to get those down without taking away, it's like ta we, without taking the lolly away from the child. So actually our biggest, uh, once we've got a system in place, our biggest resource is actually teaching our team how to grow. It's up to us to lead them to success. But we've got to have um, a good, scalable, profitable system where the team member, as they grow, can earn more. And you can trust that when they grow, you're in profit. We need an operational budget and we need to check on that on an annual basis. Every year you want to uh, schedule into your calendar, when am I checking on my ops budget? And when am I going to review the suppliers that I have? Am I getting the best deal? Same for rent. The only way you can manipulate and maneuver rent is either negotiate with your lease when the lease comes up, relocate, <laughs> or just get sales up back to uh, back to uh, our second margin, which is wages. Let's make sure that we're managing that by getting sales up. Um, and I was going to say last but not least, uh, our profit. But I think it's not last. It should be first. Now, I just want to say one thing. If there is no profit then one of these five, well, one of the other four things is out of sync. You've blown out and there's a system and process around how you're managing uh, sales, ops, wage and your team or your stock. One of those is out of sync and you need to pay full attention to it for a really decent chunk of time until you get it back under control. Or the only other one that can be out of sync that's going to affect profit is that your pricing needs a review and your and your pricing and you've got some services that are not profitable and they're sucking all the profit out of the other services that are profitable. All right, let's talk about number three, which is profit is not the end of the journey. The destination or the goal is not to just achieve profit. You don't want to go get your accountant's profit and loss summary at the end of the year and see a bunch of profit there and go, woohoo, I'm winning, because it's not the, actually the end of the journey. And not many accountants talk to you about this. A good accountant is super valuable, but I also believe that the goal and the purpose or the objective of the accountant is compliance. Their goal in life is to make sure that you comply to the tax code and the rules and the regulations. They're rules and regulations keepers. They are not business advice advisories. Some are, some are and do a terrible job because they still can't get out of the box of, you know, advising based on um, based on compliance or their own money objectives. And often they're not business owners or necessarily. And I've seen a, a accountants give advice for um, almost telling people that, you know, how dare they be so profitable. That's not fair and reasonable. So just be mindful of your accountant and why they're good at compliance and making sure when you need to do tax, you need a business advisor, a business 
CEO dash to prioritize profit. So let's talk about profit. Once you have a bunch of profit, let's just say there's $100,000 left at the end of the year that your paper book says you you have to pay tax on $100,000. Well, there's a bunch of things that needs to happen with that $100,000. You don't walk home and take $100,000 into your pocket. Yes, you need to have a wage. Now, hopefully, your wage is part of the operational costs. But as a CEO, you can take some profit. But you need to think forward. Any assets that you've bought that something of value throughout the year comes out of your profit. I remember learning that and blowing my mind and going, what? I have to spend my own money on business expenses, business assets. You need to leave money for your asset purchases, your future investments. I want you to think about the things you want to do in the future. This is separate to your rainy day fund. Do you need to save for future team members so you can employ them with confidence? Do you need to relocate some point in the future? Because if you're on growth momentum, you're going to have to move at some point. Do you have some things around the salon that need to be fixed and updated and sorted? Often that comes out of profit. Do you need to buy a new color range, some new stock? All of those things come out of profit. So profit is not the end. And somewhere of all of the demands upon the profit, you've got to squeeze out some cash to take home to your family so you can have a holiday, uh, feed your children, and actually live a little bit of a lifestyle. So I want you to think about prioritizing profit. And if need be, you need to force profit. Force profit. Don't sit and wait for it to turn up one day because it won't. Money is always in demand. And everybody or everything is trying to get a little piece of it. And unless you put your hand in the pot and try to scoop some out for yourself, you're not going to get any. So actively manage your profit. Actively think about your future investments and what you need. Make sure you have a rainy day fund in place because it's going to give you peace of mind. And then you can start to think about topping up your salary with profit and dividends. All right, let's do a bit of a plan of action and recap some of the things today. So the key strategies we talked about today was one, know your numbers, have a CEO dash, have a dashboard that's going to report to you and have a business meeting once a month. It's a board meeting. It's a strategy meeting. Whether you have it with yourself, with a key business partner, or whether you have it with somebody like a salon mastery success coach, somebody to have a look at the numbers and discuss what you need to do. The numbers are going to tell you what to do. Number two is actively manage your your margins. There's only five of them. There's not too many things to keep your eyes on. But when you group them simply like that, if something is out of whack, then you'll be able to know and you'll be able to take action and do something about it. And number three was profit is not the end. Profit still has a job to do. And so out of the profit, you have to manage the profit to make sure some profit from the profit turns up some wages from the profit, if you will, that kind of to simplify it and be aware of the other jobs that your profit has to do before you get your hands on it. Don't take the profit before it's yours, but equally, don't wait for the profit just to turn up one day unless you actively go searching for it. Now, I wanted wanted to say, if you need some help, to have a CEO dash, have the board meeting, understand your profit and force profit into your life, then maybe uh, we can work together and I can guide you in the right direction towards becoming a profitable salon and discover how to avoid winging it and throwing spaghetti or rather cash at the wall and seeing what sticks through a clear, proven, night and part business plan 
to sell on mastery and profitability. So if you're nodding your head while listening to this, then all you need to do is click the apply now button in the show notes of this episode, book in a chat, let's talk. You can tell me about your business and let's see if sell on mastery is the right fit for you. Otherwise, I look forward to tuning in with you. Same time, same place on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.